you ain't great. Okay. <clears throat> Let's start the show. <laughs> Let's start Hi. the show. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Doing Great with me, Vicky Vox. On today's show, I'm very excited to get to know this good guest. They come all the way from somewhere else. They are here today to talk all kinds of things. They just found out they're getting their cards read. So this is going to be very exciting. It is my pure pleasure to welcome on to the show the actor, the comedian, the podcast, everything. Also, the bringer down of Ellen. Ladies and gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside the gender lines, welcome on to the show, Kevin T. Party! Hello. Yes. Oh my goodness gracious. What? Vicky knows how to give an intro. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> what an honor to be here. I'm like 29% more jazz than I was 20 seconds ago. You know, that wow. that's the job. I really miss live shows when I could just yell at people and get them amped up about nothing. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> I know. It's hard to hide people over Zoom or FaceTime, but it is possible as we found out today. It is. Well, the thing is, so I used to be a teacher. Okay, get this. Yes, I taught children Mm. long time ago. But here's the thing. I learned. But really, the children taught you. You know, that's actually the truth because they taught me that if I would like them to meet me halfway, like if I want them to give 100% of something, I'm only going to get 75%. So I got to give that's 200% to get them to even try. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is yeah, also why I like what cocaine. you put out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that also makes sense for cocaine. Now, should I, I try cocaine? Like, is now the time to try cocaine in quarantine? I'm, I'm going to go ahead with no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, okay, okay. I mean, you could. I mean, it's always a good time to do some new things, but... What are you going to do? Climb your walls? Like, what are you, <laughs> you going to do? I know. The kind of, the ceiling for activity is like, what, I'm going to really watch a show on Netflix now? Okay. Like, <laughs> right. there's not like, much I'm going to watch do. you so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to uh, pay even more attention. Yes. I mean, you know, you, you might get a little freaky deaky and then you might, do you have a corn partner? Are you one of those? I do. I do have a corn partner. Yes. Well, I'm very yes, proud but of not, you. But just uh, it's a friend of mine who also lives by themselves and they live like five miles down the road from me. Okay. So, so we see each other and we've, yeah, we've been corn partners from the jump and committed to each other. And it's been a great experience. That, I, that sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad it's at that. It's been beautiful. I'm, I yeah. told everybody to get away. This is a very dry year for Vicky. <laughs> oh, you know, core partners for Vicky. Why is that? No core parts. You know, it's not, it's not that kind of year. We got a lot of work to do on me, you know? Oh, and I, and I respect that as well. But when's the last time, if I can ask a personal mm-hmm. question, when's the last time you, you hugged someone, had physical touch with them in an affectionate way? Well, I do have a random neighbor that... <laughs> <laughs> a, a random neighbor? Yes. Not a, not a well, purposeful neighbor. Well, they, they, they have become purposeful. Actually, through this uh, pandemic. Okay, so, because I walk my dog like mm-hmm. three, four times a day. And, you know, sometimes you see the same people over and over again. Well, we have become close. And so now I get a little hug when I go by the building. <laughs> that's very sweet. And people are getting to know their neighbors. And sometimes that's a good surprise. And sometimes it's a bad surprise. And it's yes. good to know it's a good surprise for you. I need to know. I'm one of those people. I will sit outside and watch everybody. Are you one of those? I'm a people watcher. I try not to. I feel a little self-conscious about watching other people, but maybe Why? maybe I can take a page off your book. I don't know. It's different. It feels different. As a as a cisgender straight man to just go okay. people watching. <laughs> you gotta be conscious of what you look like. Like for example, if I see there's a there's a big difference between a, a, a femme identifying person smiling at a child walking down the street versus yes. me smiling at a child walking down the street. The the parents get a much different energy from yes, that. So I, I will I, be I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate your self awareness in this matter. <laughs> Yeah, so I I err on the side of cold towards children unless they approach me and like want to initiate, you know, whatever a conversation. But right. Otherwise, I'm not pursuing children right now. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. Listen, as somebody who listen, you've been very since I came on this here Zoom, you've been very lovely. <clears throat> How does someone as lovely as yourself and good looking, mm-hmm. I might add. Oh. Get caught up in the shenanigans of taking down Miss Ellen. What happened? <laughs> oh, 
Oh, with Alan. Well, you I mean, know, I, I know what happened because I'm, I'm on Twitter all the time. Sure. But tell well, the people, tell the people what I, happened. I will say, you know, it was probably something that was building up for a while in the culture. Yes. Uh, I think that for, for a lot of people, Dakota Johnson threw the first brick at Ellen Wall uh, yes, she did. about a year ago <laughs> in November of, of 2019. She said, Ellen, the, that's not true. You were invited to the wedding. Actually, not the truth, <laughs> Ellen. You were invited to the party. Ask anybody. Ask your producer. And then said, Tig Notaro is my favorite comedian. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, the George W. Bush friendship of last year. And right. then it was just kind of bubbling over. And it was something that, like most people, I feel like most people who've lived in LA for more than three months know. Oh yeah, there's a lot of not good stories about Ellen. So this was week two of the pandemic, right? And I I put out a little thread on Twitter saying because I saw other friends of mine doing creative things to raise money for charities for homeless organizations, and and I wanted to do something as well. So my version of it, that I thought would just be for friends on Twitter, right? Was uh, you know. We all need a little kindness, just like Ellen talks about. She's also famously one of the meanest people alive. So tweet your your mean story about Ellen that you've had experience with or heard about, and I'll donate two dollars to a food bank here in Los Angeles. And it it went it the reach of that was larger than I had anticipated, Listen. and it did lead to actual like journalistic, <laughs> like actual journalism and reporting over a Buzzfeed from my friend, Christy Yandoli, who did an investigation about the sexual harassment and racism and misogyny at the workplace. And there's a lot of EPs over there that got fired, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, that's a, that's a good outcome of this for sure. But Ooh, uh, yeah, I mean, that was like more than I had bargained for. <laughs> this is <clears throat> like most great things, it starts off with somebody just having fun and then it gets a life of its own. And yep, the thing is, yep, I'm kind of- That's absolutely what it was. I'm kind of here for it because, well, I'm not here. I don't actually like anybody. Here's my problem. I love when somebody gets their comeuppance. I love Shade and Freud. I don't mm-hmm. like when it's actually mean because <laughs> especially when what they did was not nice. So like, for yeah. me- I'm kind of torn. I mean, the bitch was, was, I said, she's a bitch, but it's not like, not, oh God, I'm tripping over my words. Cause (laughs) I'm trying to really be nice. Is she a listener of this podcast? I I don't give a damn. (laughs) Thing is, I just don't, I don't want to put out there any more negativity because the truth is it was being perpetuated by them. So that's where I'm at. However, there were. Several many stories that I personally have heard. Now, I did not experience, but I have personally heard that it was not a pleasant experience to work at that show, to even be at the show. No, no. Infamously, like like no one has a lot like no one comes out that there's like such stringent, strict NDAs. You know, Karen Kilgariff, a fellow podcaster and my favorite murderer, has never talked about any of this stuff ever in a public way. Or Greg Fitzsimmons has made allusions to it. You know, he also has a podcast where he's like, "Eh, yeah, not great. So I think I think the difference with Alan and the reason it felt so complicated slash interesting to talk about is that. Bad behavior from people in positions of power is a tale as old as time, right? People abusing whatever influence they yes. have, of course. But her her branding as sort of the kindness lady and dancing around and be kind to each other. Right. And like, hey, I'm I'm gay Mr. Rogers of the 21st century. <laughs> and that plus a, like a largely inauthentic professional and personal life that bears other sorts of fruit. It bears otherwise. That is a, a blatant contradiction. I don't know. It's not like saying, hey, let's do a takedown of Mariah Carey because Mariah Carey's a diva who mistreated a crew member. It's like, yeah, she's a diva who That's, mistreated her. Of course. Of course yeah, no, that No happened. shit. Yes. <laughs> but it's the, it's the gap. It's almost like appropriating the virtue of yes. integrity or kindness that like makes me... That kind of gets under my skin with yes. that stuff. So I, I think I think that's why I've developed a somewhat I I did have a somewhat fascination with her. And just to kind of like, really? Is this what people are buying? And cause Listen, I don't know how well she's even selling it at this point. But. I, I'm here for it. Look, I myself am no stranger to letting somebody have it on social media. Sure. <laughs> None at all. There was a time where I decided. Wait, who have you taken down via social media? Who have you like knocked down a pen? Um, well, I'm about, I was about to tell you. So, uh, okay. Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. She had that video, Swish, Swish, Bish. Mm-hmm. And before. No they, one in the basket. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And I, it, I had shit to say because I was getting messages from people that were not her team saying they were casting drag queens for the video, but there was no pay and that we should do it for exposure. Mm-hmm. And I said, huh? Now, no, absolutely not. You're not going to, I don't care about me, but you're asking these other queens who, I'm not going to say their names, but you're asking these other people who you should very well be paying because I found out that you weren't paying them. And then you come to me after I find out. Now, nah, I'm going to let everybody know you want exposure. I got this. Went on social media. And the next thing you know, it was on page six, TMZ, Perez Hill. And I said, that's right. Katy Perry wants drag queens to work for free. Say something else. <laughs> wow. And, you know, well, the connection here, Vicky, is that Katy was one of the first people to defend Ellen when all this came out. This is what I'm she saying. She said, the Ellen I know wouldn't blah, 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 or da, da, da. It's like, yeah, of course, Ellen, you know, you make the same amount of money as her. You're in the same tax yes. bracket, honey. You're on the same like, side of, of the illusion as her. You're over there. You're not on this <laughs> side of the veil, bitches. <laughs> yes. You own probably the same amount of property. Uh, well, so, yes, you're going to get treated the same. Did you do you remember when Katy Perry bought a, a convent and then kicked the nuns out? Yeah, famously in the Los Feliz. That was like what four or five years ago. Yeah, I shouldn't be talking about Katy Perry anymore because we got mutuals. So I got it. <laughs> oh, is that true? <laughs> yes. I, I'm not trying to, you know. Th- but this is part of the problem. Is that? Wait, we can I tell you? About- Go I, ahead. I got to tell you a, like a long-standing connection I have with her. Yes, please do. That predates the nunnery. That predates Teenage Dream. Cut to uh, Houston, Texas. This is must have been 2001 or 2002. Okay, come on. A young girl by the name of Katie Hudson, a Christian mm-hmm. artist. I went to her concert, and for the Christian radio station, as an 11-year-old boy, I interviewed Katie Hudson Stop. and asked her a few questions about her album, about her music. It was all told like two minutes long, but there is audio that exists of me talking to who we now know as Katy Perry. This is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's like from 20 years ago. Is oh my nuts? God, I love this. <laughs> uh, see, isn't it wild? I, do you find that the older you get, the more connected you are to like everything and the smaller the world gets? Yeah, I do feel that. I think the internet's a part of that too. But I used to have this philosophy of, oh, everyone's in your life for like two years and then they kind of peace out or move to Orange County or get married, you know, whatever the case may be. <laughs> Orange County, a fate worse than death. But now I, I do feel this like real intense, especially with the last year and the last nine months of our lives. I do feel this kind of pull of, oh, I think everyone's going to be in my life as long as I want them to be. And that does make the world feel small in a good way. So it's kind of wild. Part of it. There's mm-hmm. some also something. Okay. So this show is all about, <clears throat> excuse me, is all about basically taking the burden that has been in your life and yeah, turning it into a blessing or how we did that or how like your the biggest obstacle you have had has become basically like what you celebrated for. Yeah. What was it for you? Oh, I don't even know that I found it yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be the finale of the podcast. It's this actually. Right. Well, because my thing is, well, actually, this podcast is one of them because I've been, well, it's called doing great because at at some point in my life, I wasn't doing so great. And I had to convince myself that, you know what, at least you're still alive. So keep going. And I will say that that just surviving, surviving versus thriving. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, we've all kind of been through it, but it's kind of wild to go. The fact that you can look back how many years now? 20 years and go, I did that back then. And I'm still here doing stuff now. That's insane to Mm -hmm. me because that person back then could not have imagined this now. Yeah. Well, I think too, a weird part of age is having complex emotional memories for more that extend longer than 10 or 15 years of your life. Cause when you're in your twenties, yeah, for the most part, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking when I was like 11 or eight or five, but now to be, I'm in my I'm in my 30s now and to remember things that very vividly and viscerally that happened 10 or 15 years ago in a complex emotional way that's a weird thing to carry now that I just didn't before cuz it's like what was I how did I feel when I was 3 I didn't feel anything I was hungry like there was nothing to right. unpack with that but right. there's so much more now but now you look back and go oh there was a lot going on actually <laughs> so yeah. oh totally yeah this is because okay oh my gosh this is great because 
So also on this here podcast, I like to talk about all things like supernatural, extra dimensional. If there's an alien moment, if it goes something because I'm about to read your tarot cards and anything can come up. Oh, right. Like, okay. and it's, but I just read playing cards. Keep it simple. Uh-huh. But I will say. So it's my, not it's not tarot cards. It's playing cards. But you use the playing cards as tarot cards. Correct. Yes. <laughs> OK. Is that a common practice? Apparently it's called cartomancy. I found out through doing this show. I found it one night when I was drunk. I Googled, found the meanings. And ever since then, it's been working. You were Googling necromancing and you you misspelled it and then you found <laughs> cartomancy. That's how we got there. I was curious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, uh, I'm open to this too. Sure. Right. So part of, part of me figuring out how to turn all the bullshit in my life into blessings has been, mm-hmm. like you said, figuring out my actual emotional memories tied to stuff that I thought were innocuous back in the day. Yeah. Well... On December 21st of this year, there is apparently, get this, because <clears throat> it's going to go the woo-woo section. There is, okay, here we go, I think woo-woo. Saturn and Jupiter will like come to a, a cross point or like right next to each other uh-huh. in the sky. And it's called the Star of Bethlehem, which is apparently the same star that Jesus saw uh-huh. or from when Jesus came around. Oh, yeah. Did Jesus see it when he? He, he, he saw it <laughs> when he came out the, the juju. He, he, he saw it. Yeah. He he was born. He was like, look at that star. Right. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. So also the, the last time, hold on, I'm trying to remember. It was the last time it happened was also like 8,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. Not 8,800. I'm going to get it all right. I tried to get this information. How old is the earth, Vicky? How old do you think? Millions, millions of years. Okay. Millions, probably billions. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I may have been here when it started. I'm not sure. At this point. Just wanted to make sure you weren't a creationist real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but like if we're going to do that, like I don't know that it wasn't just bloop blooped because I wasn't there. Yeah, no, I wasn't there either. We can't speak to that. We can only say allegedly it's X amount of years old. Thank you, Clementine, for telling me that the Earth is 4.5 billion years old. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, all of this is to say that apparently this this um, conjunction in the sky on December 21st, the solstice, is supposed to be the actual beginning of the age of Aquarius, which is bringing oh, in... The dawning. Oh mm-hmm. We were in the dawning. We have lived through the dawning. Now it is oh, the n- age. Oh, oh, now it's the actual thing. Oh, okay. Like now it's going to be the actual time, which is the age of yeah. enlightenment. So like... I don't know about you, but this year of sitting everybody down and having everybody like actually think about how we do things, why we do things, what are we doing and bringing up those memories from the past. Like I'd be having the craziest dreams of like very vivid memories from when I was a kid and like feeling everything all over again and going, oh, that's why I feel that way about stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of wild. And it's almost like I can feel the dream in my body. I don't know if this has happened to anybody else. Maybe it's just me. That's okay. Feeling the dream in your body. This almost feels like like uh, therapy work. Yes, too. but like I'm not doing it so on so much purpose. of therapy is identifying. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's instinctual for you. But I know for me, a lot of the work I've done in therapy has to do with identifying where the feeling is in your actual body. Yes. Uh, a lot of times. And a lot of times. So you identify that because, yeah, because your body can't lie to you in that way. You know, your your mind can lie to you, but your body can't. So if you feel something, you have to listen to it. I'll hear that. Say it one more time. <laughs> if you feel something, you have to listen to it because your body's not lying. You do. Yeah. You have to validate it and, and hold those feelings reverent to yourself. Thank you, Lord. Take the time to, to validate them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to church. Yes, this is what happens. This is what I'm saying. This podcast, in order to do great, you got to look at the shit. Like I, I'm a firm believer in yeah. positive thinking is not ignoring the pain. No, it's it's uh, incorporating it. Into yes, incorporating it, integrating it. It's going, this is part of the process. This is for me to learn. And unless you do that, you separate yourself from it and then you're not whole. Sure. Oh, Lord. I didn't know we were yeah. going to go here today, but here the hell we are. <laughs> I thought the prayer was going to happen after the tarot reading, but right. we can do it, but we can do it whenever you want to, Vicky. Well, I mean, we should get to the tarot reading at some sure. point. because Let's do it. I also feel like, because so I read people's tarot cards privately. I've had mm-hmm. to do that 
because, you know, the lockdowns happened. And I'm like, well, I can't go do shows. So how can I connect with people? Yeah. So, you know, I'm doing these card readings and it's. You miss that applause. You miss the screams. You miss the right. validation. The external validation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do too. I feel you. I validate I myself regularly. I, I do. Oh, yeah? I, yes. <laughs> Actually, last night I reminded myself wait a minute. I'm the shit. What? Yeah. Why am I worried? I'm the shit. Some positive affirmation. So your mantra is I am the shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the shit. Like, I really look around and go, okay, I might be going through it right now, but there's one thing I do know how to do. I already know how to survive. So why am I worried? I know. That's what the lockdown has taught us is like some of us have better coping mechanisms than others, I think. <laughs> now, the, the thing- It sounds like you have some good ones. Well, it's only well, because life has been hard. If it's been hard and then all of a sudden gets harder for everyone- you're like, well, oh, so now it's like an even playing field. <laughs> yeah, it's like, welcome. Hey, I was here the whole time. Yeah. Now you have depression. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about, see, the cards end up, what I was going to say is the cards end up being like therapy light. So we're already on the right page. But my oh, friend good. called me this morning. I think it's very important that you have somebody to reach out to because my best friend called me this morning and he was like, look here, I got out of bed today. And I went, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. You did something. All right. Come on. And he's was like, that the news? That was that what the friend wanted to impart to you? Is like, hey, I got out of bed today. Yes, because the or well, the past couple of days have been a little hard for them. And oh, gotcha. And my thing was, okay, great. But like, you're always on the go. You've been trying to make this year work all year. You're allowed to have a couple of days where like you do nothing and you go, oh god, and you just don't stress for a day. Let yeah. it catch up to you, and then get into gear when you get it in gear. Yeah, you have to take care of yourself. Yes, I have a habit of texting my friends. Be kind to my friend. And then I put their name. Oh, that's a good, that's a good move, especially when people get into self-deprecating talk or, yes. or being overly negative. Yes. I like that. Well, I mean, we're told, as Ellen told us, be kind to each other, but we always forget <laughs> <laughs> to be kind to ourselves, damn it. We mm -hmm. forget because we're so outside yeah. of ourselves. Okay. And if you're not kind to yourself, you can't serve out of a, like, you can't, you know, go on fumes. You have to have gas in your own tank for that, too. Yes, you need to fill up your bucket in order to empty mm -hmm. it. You can't. That's you right. To empty it all over your friends. <laughs> just, just drain that bucket all over their faces. Oh, I love it. Listen, you are a joy, and I'm so happy you're here today. And you have oh, good I'm teeth. happy to be here. You're a joy, too. I try. I do my best. Okay. We're going to get to these cards. I was just shooting the shit because I like talking to you. So here's what we do. Okay. Actually, we just, just do it. I say a little, little prayer, and it's just mm -hmm. one sentence. But it's because I don't like to welcome any what others call negative energy. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I don't, I would like to focus on the greatness. So I go, I request the most benevolent outcome. That's it. I request the most benevolent outcome. That's lovely. That's my prayer. I'm not asking for nothing but the most benevolent outcome. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to be a bumpy ride, uh -huh. <laughs> but it's for <laughs> okay. the best. And I know that. Okay. Now. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. So tell me when to stop. And then this is where I will cut the deck. Okay. Stop. Okay, great. Then we lay it on down, lay it on down. Now, as I read through that, usually when I tell people personally and privately, I say, don't tell me too much. But this is the point of the show is to talk about stuff. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. don't maybe not hit the nail on the head like what you okay. actually are thinking about. But we can talk okay. around it. OK, because I also didn't ask you to think of a question because I just decided the cards were going to tell us what we're going to talk about. All right. So the first card. Oh, Lord. OK. <sighs> the first card is the energy that you have brought to this conversation, okay? It is your driving force at the moment. She is the six of diamonds, and I know it means mm -hmm. nothing, so I explain it. Oh, excuse me. This coffee's kicking in. The six of diamonds oh, no. is harmony when it comes to your work life and home life. So the focus for you recently has been in where things actually complement each other and being aware of where there is, how do you say this? Dynamic tension <laughs> where dynamic, like tension. in music, when you have one uh -huh. note and another note, either 
their frequency is compatible and it sounds great or the tension is there because it's dissonant and it's not that great. Like it's not a great feeling. You you can mm-hmm. feel this. Mm-hmm. So for you recently, the hmm, the focus has been in harmony when it comes to your day-to-day life. Do you feel this? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I've, I, you know, because there's been a lot of opportunity, I guess, for dissonance with everyone mostly who can work from home, working from home. Mm-hmm. So it does feel like now is the time to, to get those things in order in a way that um, doesn't ruin one, it, one way or the other, that doesn't ruin your work life or, or ruin your personal life. And I feel like it was out of whack more towards the beginning of the year in a way that it's not now. And now it feels a lot more harmonious for me. Absolutely. And I feel it is a process of figuring out because for me, it's not necessarily about balance. Harmony is you, this is what it is. And that is what that is. Mm -hmm. Are they in the same song? And if they're going to be in the same song, one might have to shift a little bit, but still stay what it is so that it does complement. Because for me, when it comes to like home life, work life, or even just in anything, when it comes to harmony, it's like, I can't deny what one thing is because I need something else. So yeah. like, yeah, <clears throat> go ahead. Speak on that. I was going to ask you to speak on that. <laughs> like sometimes it is necessary to like, well, when I was really super busy, I didn't enjoy it, but it was necessary for me to have like only be able to sleep on planes. And then you're just going from gig to gig to gig. And my home life, while it was less, it was necessary at that time. It was not in harmony, though, but at the time, it's what it needed. So when I brought my attention to that, I figured out this is what's necessary for me to be happy. And then I can take what worked from the go, go, go life and incorporate that. But I can leave the other stuff. And therefore, it stays what it is, refined, more like mm-hmm. honed in. You'd like tune the frequency and then it can blend. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is really hard for people now to strike in most work in the 21st century where identity feels like it bleeds into every part of you and you feel like you are your job. You're not, you know, you're not someone who has a job and goes to work. You are work. You yes. are the thing you're putting out. You are, you are, you are rather than you are yourself. And then these things can flow from you. <laughs> When you say it, it makes me feel right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad. (laughs) Because it's true. I feel like that's been one of my huge lessons this year. I was my work. I was my work. I was my work. And now I'm like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute. None of my work would exist without me. Yeah. Now, I mean, we're going to sidetrack for a second because I also believe that we are not our feelings and people need to remember that. Yeah. No, you have to, especially like if you're in a conflict with someone else, you want to like own and validate your own feelings and theirs while also having the the big picture perspective of being able to say this isn't the truest thing about you if you're if i'm mad at you it's not the truest thing about what i feel about you if you're sad your depression isn't the truest thing about you all that stuff right right it's Ooh. just a part of it mm-hmm. i've been learning to look at my um emotional awareness as more of like a guidance system mm mm-hmm. Like to help me navigate, like this doesn't feel great. Why doesn't it feel great? Do I want to move towards it, figure it out, or do I want to move away from it? And it's really learning to use your feelings as a tool and less as like an existence has been rough. Yeah. No, I get that because it's easy to like um, give yourself over to those things Mm -hmm. and just kind of get swept away in it without actually doing the work that it takes to be able to to discern those things and then say like, if I'm feeling this, why am I feeling it? It doesn't even mean that's true. It just means that the feeling is true. That's what my therapist used to say all the time too. It's like every feeling is valid. It doesn't mean that it matches reality though, but you have to, you have right. to validate the feeling. <laughs> you have like to validate without, the feeling. But, but validating the feeling doesn't mean uh, believing that it's the truest reality in the world. It can also just mean understand where it comes from and give reverence to it. Yeah. And a lot of that, <laughs> we're going to circle back because a lot of that comes from 
what you have learned from the past and not what you're doing moving forward. Totally. Yeah. So like, well, this is a dumb example, but you know that a pan is hot when you've cooked with it. And then when Mm -hmm. you touch it, you feel the heat. Now, why is the heat there? The heat is there to remind you not to do that again. Yeah. (laughs) So you don't do it again. Some people like to keep touching that pan though. Yeah, I'm amongst them. I've I've gotten burned a few times. Oh. <laughs> More than a few times. Okay. Before we talk about your past, we're going to take a very quick break cuz I'm excited okay. to see where this is going to go. All right. Ooh. We'll be right back. It was irrelevant. I didn't like, it wasn't like I resisted it when I saw it at a party or something. Mm. I think it just felt, it felt like generally woo woo new age in like a, like, like with a clump of other things that also included yoga. But I mean, I don't know. It wasn't, I don't have any, I didn't have any specific feelings about tarot growing up, I guess. Yeah. Oh, you still had resistance in, in the first time. Yeah. Right. But, but you think like, oh, is this going to summon a demon on accident? I mean. I get that. that. That is why I say my little prayer, because you never fucking know what you're welcoming in. Sure. <laughs> when, yeah. when you say something, when you go to touch on this stuff, you never know. So I say only benevolence, please. And wouldn't we feel so foolish if we did accidentally summon a demon after talking about it? Ugh. I mean. <laughs> I, the thing is, I wouldn't be surprised. I would just be like, Damn. Okay. That'd be a good episode, though. Wouldn't it, though? If I just yeah. start so talking maybe it'd in be tongues. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to highlight it up and I'm going to get a ball. I actually, okay, because since we're back, Lick, I actually do get concerned about that, which is why I say for, I request the most benevolent outcome is because you never know. There are, as a kid growing up, you watch people in movies and they be speaking in tongues and channeling all kinds of wild stuff. I don't want that ass. Mm-mm. No, no, I know. I know demon stuff, like demon stuff, whatever that is. I am still a little like, uh, I don't know, maybe, you know, even right. believing whatever I believe now about the world or about how religion works for whatever reason, demon stuff. It's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm agnostic about that, but agnostic in a way where it's like, could be not sure. Right. Well, I mean, you are a good Christian boy. Now here's the thing. I was raised Catholic and in our mythology, the devil, old Satan ass, was once an angel. Yeah, that's right. He fell. Here is what, here, my problem with this <laughs> has always been, so you telling me the one that we're supposed to watch out for has lost abilities and powers. Right. So you're yeah, telling me the he, one he that was I should fired. be. <laughs> right. He was fired. He lost his job. So this mm-hmm. is the one who is lesser than everybody mm-hmm. else. So you tell me everybody else can do what he can do. And then some, I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to reevaluate all of this. There's almost, it's almost as if there's some holes in a Judeo Christian theology just, of just the world. <laughs> <laughs> just a few, which is kind of why. Okay. So my navigating my spiritual life, I have decided mm-hmm. <clears throat> how does the message come? Does it feel good? What are they asking of me? Mm-hmm. And is it harmful to others? Okay. Those are, those are three good tenets. Let me say them again. Uh, where is this coming from? What is it asking of me? And is it harmful to others? Those are the three yes. kind of lenses you view things. Through. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think, I think um, there's more things that fall under, is it harmful to others than we think there is? Because there's Absolutely. ways to think about the world that isn't just like, straight up misogyny or straight up homophobia or straight up racism that is harmful to others in like more subtle, more pervasive ways. Uh, Absolutely. Like, like even believing in uh, that there is one way or one religion. That's, that's not, that's not helpful. It's kind of harmful to others. If you're walking around thinking you have an exclusive truth claim and everyone else around you is kind of dumb for not, for not believing that. So that's harmful to others in a way of like, you might actually subtly or not treat them differently or lesser than if you, if you believe that stuff. Isn't that so, wild? I'm um, thank you for saying three that. Very because good metrics. Yeah. I've been, I've been thinking that like, well, I mean, it's more than just any one religion because, or even just ideology. When you say don't judge me, but mm-hmm. then you're saying, 
this is the way. Okay, if you can just change one word in that sentence, this is a way. This is a path. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. But if you say this is the path, I'm not here for it. Yeah, Mm-mm. I gotcha. I also think people <laughs> overuse the word judge because we actually, all of us judge each other all the time. And I think that's good. I think when people are asking, like, you know, you ha- you kind of have to judge people right now for yes. safety stuff, obviously. <laughs> yes. Like yes. judgment is a is a, a, a vital part of life right now. Yes. Uh, but yes, judgment in a way that feels ultimate or damning or like a, like a final condemnation on someone's character. Yeah. We're not. About I'm that. absolutely but here for judgment in the form of discernment. Like when it's like, yeah, <laughs> yes, but not necessarily like damning anyone. No, no, that's not. No, Mm-mm. but you know, like you have the friends you have because you judge them and you liked what you saw. You know what I mean? Like, like there's always, ju- there's always, I know it's discernment more than judgment, but it is interesting how people Overuse of like everyone's judging everything. Everyone has to make decisions all the time. Right. Okay. You just First don't of, like how these decisions are being made. <laughs> I really wanted to get to these cards, but I also want to talk about how weird it is that we choose friends. Like you just pick a random stranger and be like, we're cool, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Vicky. I don't, I don't know if I make friends that way. I don't know what your method is. <laughs> I don't walk up to people on the street, but maybe I should. And maybe that'd be nice. The thing in is, a post I, vaccine have. World. I absolutely have. I believe it. I believe you have. <laughs> I just be like, what are you doing today? I'm going to follow you around for a little bit. (laughs) My thing now more is um, trying to make uh, internet or social media connections more reality. So Mm. if I notice I'm following someone that's following me and it seems like they'd be fun to meet up or like even talk to otherwise trying to make that into a real world off, off social media connection in some ways. And that's been pretty valuable and fruitful for the last couple of years. Look at you. Look at me. Look at you. <laughs> look at you. I'm not trying to do all that, but look at you. Well, <laughs> I'm a cancer. I'm a homebody. I like a few and far between friends. Okay. I know. Well, a lot. then that's good. You're, you're probably content with your circle and your lifestyle right now. Yeah. I'm also real quick to cut folks out. It's, it's just, it is the way it is. I know. And I'm not quick. I, I hold on to people longer, sometimes in some cases longer than I should. That's okay. Um, it's because you care. We'll just say that. Yeah, and I and I like being loyal, and I like being someone who no one hates, <laughs> if possible, but it may not be. Oh, I gave up on that a long time ago. <laughs> uh, I know. That's probably healthier. Okay, wait. We got to get to these cards because I haven't like done any of the reading because I just enjoy mm-hmm. talking to you. So, oh, thank you. Let's go look at your distant past. I usually tell people this is like three to four years ago, but time isn't real, so it's just to put. You're headed back in that space. Th- three to four years is distant past? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, But it could be a little longer. Um, okay, okay. Now, this is upside down. So it says to me, because of where it is, that this was a moment that you made your own way. You took advantage of an opportunity that may have not been exactly obvious. But you went mm-hmm. out on your own. You struck it out on your own. Now, this is the Ace of Diamonds, which okay. is... Ace is new beginnings, fresh start, and the diamonds is practicality's material world. That's your day-to-day life, usually home life, work life. Sometimes it's school. Basically, three okay. to four years ago, would you say that you made the choice to start new when it came to home life, work life? Hmm. Well, the two, the two examples I'm thinking of, one of them is two years ago and one okay. of them is six years ago. But not three to four Dang, years. But ago. listen, time isn't real, so it's just <laughs> It's not real? Okay, I just I wanna I wanna submit to the cards and their will <laughs> appropriately. Six years ago I I started the first podcast I ever did, and that felt like making my own way. And that kind of changed my life in a lot of ways. And and yeah, kind of changed my whole world and oh. how I lived and, and professional opportunities and, and most of my relationships from that time and, and where they came from. So that was a, a significant inflection point for that. Work. Very here for this. See, that takes a lot of courage. It really takes a lot of courage to go out and start something new. Shit. Yeah, but you know, it didn't feel like it at the time. It was kind of like, I don't know, it was kind of like the Ellen tweet where I'm like, well, no one will care about this, right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's just one of those things. But there's a purity to that uh, lack of ambition that I miss 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's yes. like, I don't know, who cares? And then like just trying to do something. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. And then the other way of like making it out on my own would be, I finally started living alone two years ago, two years ago this month, actually. Huh. And I got the place I'm at now. And before then I had had roommates in Los Angeles until two years ago and living alone made me feel like a new person. Like it cha- that changed my I've life heard this. in a huge way. Yeah. I've heard this. I'm 36. I've never lived alone. I don't know how I feel about that. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it can go either way. Some people like just do better with roommates and want roommates in their life. A friend of mine just recently bought a house and, and he has a roommate with it. Yeah, I mean, helps with the mortgage, but also just, <laughs> he's like, I, I don't want to live alone. This will be good. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it can go, it can go both ways. I mean, for my it's mental health. It's not prescriptive health, for everybody. Yeah, I was going to say, for my yeah. mental health, it was much safer in years past for me to always have somebody around that I knew was going to come through the house at some point <laughs> because that's just totally, what I needed. Totally, yeah. To okay. check in. Yeah, that is what some people need. I, I feel like, especially because I'm in a part of Los Angeles that's kind of far east. I'm in Pasadena. Oh, she's like cute, though. Further, much further east. She is very cute, and I do love her. I love her mountains. I love her freaking Thai food mm-hmm. and all, pretty much all the Asian food out here is so good. But but it is one of those things where like a lot of my friends are further west, so if I want to see them, right. I had to make the effort and put in the energy to go to them or pursue them or like invite that, like make it happen rather than running into people and stuff. So I feel like I'm already kind of in that mindset right now. But so. with the, here's the, here's the blessing about this year is that you really know who you give a damn about if you're going to visit anybody, because you actually have to put in the work. It's not just bumping into oh, anybody. Yeah. You actually have to put in the work to see folks. Yeah, it's yeah, it it does not it's like coordinating a wedding to see the, a one person right yes. now. Or even yesterday, I saw a couple of people. I I bake a lot and so I need to get rid of it so I don't just eat it all myself. So I ended up seeing a handful of people I haven't seen in a while yesterday, just like stopping and like dropping it off at their front door and talking to them for a couple minutes with masks on and even that was like a really, really lovely experience. I'm sorry, I have to stop you because one, I want to get to the next card. And two, what are you baking? I'm baking pies. I'm baking cookies. I'm baking sometimes tarts or brownies. Uh, my repertoire is in repertoire. I'm going to need you to be careful because uh, you're going to wind up and have a ring on it very soon. Like <laughs> over here baking stuff. Woo. Lord, okay. Yeah, it's been a fun quarantine hobby. It's, it's nice. <laughs> I'm and not it's mad a nice at that. hobby that you can share with other people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, look, your your recent past. Now, I usually tell people this is anywhere from the last six months up until today, but it could be a little longer than that. Um, oh, all right. Well, she's your awareness has been brought to, I'll say it, the seven of hearts, which is the mystery of your emotional awareness. Now it's also like the discovery, the layers unfolding, going on the the adventure of seeing each step as okay. it comes and just having like the fog lift. Okay. Would that make sense for your last six months? To have fog lift of emotional memory? Yeah. I mean, yeah, in some ways I feel like uh I feel like I'm more communicative emotionally mm. than I have been. Um now this also has. And I to feel do like with- I'm a good listener, but Go ahead, it I'm also sorry. has to do with what what I was gonna say. <laughs> I feel like I'm a pretty good listener, but sometimes I don't like. I'm not very a uh, a uh, uh, generous. Um, I don't disclose generously sometimes with mm. some people where it's like, well, here's what's going on with me, and here's what I'm feeling, and here's what I actually feel about this, and blah blah blah. Sometimes I'm bad at doing that, and um, and I'm trying to get better at that, and. I've already I've already seen some good progress in that sense. All right. Well, I'm here for that. I'm also here for the next card because it takes you from the past, moving into the present so that you can go to the future. Okay. And okay. since we're talking about you getting better at this emotional stuff, you have here the king of hearts. So your awareness is truly. King. Mm-hmm, we love a king. Yes. The we king stand of hearts. A king. <laughs> the king of hearts is. Wise, tolerant, diplomatic, patient, feeling. It's all of those things. But it's the mm-hmm. your awareness has been on that and like focused on it for the most part. 
And this is good because it takes you out of the way things have been. So like the king itself mm-hmm. is like putting it to use, is putting your emotional intelligence to use. So it's not just like, oh, I feel all these things and I know that I feel them. Great. It's okay. Now with that knowledge, how do I act? Yeah. What do I do with that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel that I, I really try to, and that's something I really value in other people is awareness of, yes. of themselves. I feel like self-awareness, it lets people laugh at themselves and it's what makes people funny too. So I try to be yeah, self-aware to ends of, of whatever, of compassion and, and care too. And then also taking care of myself. I mean, I do like self-care. I really do. Um, I have a question. Actually, I'm going to tell you this. So I actually pulled this card in another tarot set, but I pulled it for myself earlier today. But for you, it's here in your, what is it called? I call it the law of attraction card. Basically, this is what's coming down the pipeline for you next. And you have the opportunity for the three of diamonds. Look, I'm going to show it to you. The three of diamonds. And this is connection when it comes to your home life, work life. So look for collaborations. Look for joint ventures. It's here. Okay, collaborations. Mm -hmm. I like collaborations. I like doing stuff with a person more than doing it by myself. Most of the time. When it comes to work (laughs) stuff, I feel like that's true. I'm not mad at that. Wow, what's funny, Vicky? You giggling? What's, well, just what's because up? talking about, I like to do stuff with somebody else, not by myself. I don't okay. mind. Anyway, I'm just saying, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Either way. <laughs> I know, I know. You got to take, hey, self-care. That all falls self-care. under self-care. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the factors that affect your situation. Now, I don't know what the hell the situation is, but we're going to talk about it. So we have external sure. factors. And internal factors. We have factors outside of our control and factors we can control. Now, for you, within your control, Mm -hmm. yes. Okay, this is great. So I'm going to tell you what it is, but then I'm going to talk about why, what it means that it's upside down. So it is the eight of diamonds. Now, the eight of diamonds is movement when it comes to practicalities, material world. So this is your home life and your work life, your day-to-day goings-ons. Okay. The eight being movement means, and actually having it be upside down, it means that you have an opportunity or your ability in the situation is to find the movement, to actually see where there can be movement. Now, this could be like a glass ceiling situation when it comes to work, or you've been like knocking, beating on a door and it just won't budge. And finally, you break through. Mm -hmm. This is you finding that. Oh, interesting. So like maybe feeling blocked and then just feeling like, yeah, breaking whatever barriers or obstacles are in front of me. Yes. But I will say that you have to put the effort into that. It's not going to happen. It's not just like, yes, I I did it. It's okay. I'm leaning into it. I'm going after it. And it's there for you. But you just got to lean into it. Yeah. I I feel, you know, and and that almost feels triggering to me because I'm so, I feel so lazy with so much of this stuff. And especially now it's like the world is kind of, the world is kind of validating your desire to be lazy where it's like, yes, please sit home. Please don't do anything. Um, I will always co-sign somebody being lazy. I will always and forever co-sign it because sometimes you need to sit your ass down. I agree with that. And I don't want to be urgent in a, in an unhealthy way, but if I have zero urgency, then nothing ever happens. Right. You well, know that's I mean? true too. <laughs> that's true too, but I'm okay with nothing because I'm doing great. Damn it. <laughs> I know you seem like you're thriving. <laughs> I envy you. I actually, but to be very honest, these past couple of weeks have been bumpy as hell. I don't know what's going on, but it's, it's a roller coaster and it's very quick. It's a very quick drop. <laughs> yes. Well, it's, it's, a, roller coaster. it's a quick drop. Well, okay. So somebody sent me this meme of like what it feels like to be an artist. And it's like, yes, I'm doing what I love. Fuck, I suck at it. Oh my God, I'm doing great. I just have to go a little bit harder. And then, oh, I should never have done anything like this in my life. Like <laughs> this is. I know. I know. It's very it bipolar. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's no, okay. Because at the end of the day, the point is, if I connect with one person and they see a piece of themselves and whatever I've done that brings them out of whatever they're going through, then it's worth it. Yeah. No, that's all it is, you know? And I'm sure you get messages like that from people all the time. I do. And I love them. (laughs) (laughs) I love them a lot. Okay. So your external factors affecting your situation. This is an interesting card. It is the four of spades and she's also upside down. 
So let's talk about mm-hmm. it. The four of spades is stability when it comes to thinking and communication. So how you express yourself, um, your thoughts with yourself and with others. Now, here, because it's upside down. So outside, there is an opportunity for stability when it comes to expressing yourself. However, I don't know that it is what it seems. Usually it's not. And it's not Mm. usually for your benefit. It's probably for somebody else's. Which is why this feels like a riddle. This feels like a <laughs> like a puzzle for me to solve. Like yes. it's for your benefit, but maybe somebody else's. I know, but okay. also this stuff is so vague because it's just a bunch of numbers and shapes, and then I put meaning to them. <laughs> yes, of course. And then and then not what makes it fun though. And then people be like, "Yes, that was it," and I'm like, "I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just over yeah. here bullshitting." <laughs> Wait, you're not certified by the tarot board of the state of California? Girl, I, I did all no hours of my work. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because you do have to apply for a license. There's a class A, there's a class B. Right. It's a very litigious process. I took my test three times. Yes, that whole situation. <laughs> <clears throat> but I actually think this is great because you could also look at it like you're being um, asked or called to have stability when it comes to how you express yourself with others. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be a stable person. I I pride myself on being someone hopefully that people look to as dependable, uh, dependable, rather reliable, Mm -hmm. um, and someone who can be leaned on for like in a, in a consistent way. So I, I hope I communicate. It's something though, like, like that idea of not, over communicating or not fully expressing myself. It's something that's been a persistent issue. Like I like, I like listening. I don't like giving a lot sometimes in that conversation. I can feel insecure. Well, so, but, but I think it is intimacy building to have a, a good exchange of that. So I need to, I should probably be better at that. Well, I mean, if it's okay. So because of where the card is, it's out of your hands that this stability exists. So when you find the opportunity, lean into it then. Okay. And the stability is also like the structure, the foundation of communication. Mm-hmm. So it might not be the communication itself. It just might be okay. like, you know, somebody holding a really safe space for you. Yeah. And sometimes okay. that's yeah, all you that's need. Lovely. You yeah. know? And then you're Fully. like, oh, I know. And actually, I'm actually, I'm really good at this. I just didn't feel safe before, which is why I thought I was insecure. When now in reality, it's because I wasn't in a safe space to communicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And I feel like people really undervalue that feeling of safety or creating that for people. It's something I think about too, as like a five foot 11 cis white guy. Where it's just like, (laughs) okay, how do I create safety for anybody to feel okay with, with anything? And yeah, to feel safe and that safety is a big word. Everybody listening to this, there are good people in the world. We found them. We found him today. <laughs> Exclusively on the Vicky Vox podcast. Yes. Okay, look, this next card is usually the reason for the whole reading I have found. And for you, it's the hope and the fear card, which I'll explain in a second. But for you, it's the six of clubs, which is harmony when it comes to creativity and action. So if it's the hope and the fear, hope and fear is of the same thing, just the opposite perspective and degree of experience. Okay. All of that said, I use money as the example where we all know what it's like to say, oh, I hope I have enough money. Or the other side of that is I'm afraid I don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing, just the other side of the experience. Yes. For you, I will say the hope is very strong because it's right side up. So we're just going to focus on the hope. And the hope okay. of this would be when it comes to what you're doing, how you're doing it and why, that it is harmonious, that it does complement everyone. That the, the actions you take, because I believe everything we do is an act of creation. Because if we're in a loving, compassionate place, everything we do comes from there, putting mm-hmm. more of that out there. And if we're in a hurt place, angry place, sad place, everything we do will come from there and put more of that out there, creating more of it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got excited. So the thing is... For you, your hope and desire is actually to bring harmony with what you're doing to situations. And I'm very here for this. Yeah, I guess that is my hope, to bring harmony to, to yeah, situations. I enjoy making people's day better. See, or, that part. Or, 
<laughs> enlivening yes. it a little bit, I think. Yeah. I, I think that's the best part of the day is if I can make someone feel better. Right. In, in an instance. Yes. Yeah. But also to be, okay, so you, the harmony, the word for harmony is also like to compliment things where you're you, you show up as you and you compliment the situation instead of detracting from the situation. Yeah, almost like as a salt or something rather than, yeah, taking away an ingredient, something that like uh, brings out the flavor in it. Or Right, if you want to be salt, I'm just going to be a garnish because that's what I can do. Just okay. And <laughs> <laughs> look at us on the condiment track. Right. <laughs> oh, the condiments. Okay. <laughs> Actually, what's really great is this last card. Okay, so I call her the final destination card. It's a probability, a potential, a possibility that is out there in the universe. Oh. Mm-hmm. For you, I will say that this will not happen to you. This will be something that is in your vortex. You just got to reach out and grab it. Okay. I love when this one shows up. I love when it shows up in this position. It is the Ace of Hearts. This is, this is phenomenal. So this is a fresh start when it comes to your emotional awareness. So this could be relationship. This could be mm-hmm. self-love. Whatever this is, this is a new start, a fresh start, a, a beginning, a new perspective when it comes To the heart. I'm so here for that. I don't even care if you're here for it. I'm telling you I am. (laughs) I'm here. No, I'm I'm right with you, Vicky. No, I'm here. I'm here with you. I'm just I'm just I'm trying to think of what the specific thing that would feel like a fresh start would be. That's not gonna be one that you're gonna know. That's gonna you when you put the work in, when you find the movement, look, I'm gonna go back over these cards. When Uh you find the movement, when you lean in to that collaboration, that connection when it comes to your work life, your home life, Mm -hmm. do the work. You can receive the blessing. It'll be there, but you got to do the work. Okay. Yeah. That's all I'm I know. saying. It, it's going to be work. We're, we're agreed on that. <laughs> yes. A lot of work. Well, sometimes it, it, okay, the work Sometimes the work is just shifting your focus, and then you can move forward. But until you do that, you don't even know what the work is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Man, I am really geared up for... A lot of emotional labor in the next year. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you've done the emotional labor. The work actually comes in with this three of diamonds and the eight of diamonds, which is mm-hmm. you have a, you'll have an opportunity to really connect with through your work life. And then you'll be able to navigate the flow of it moving forward. Okay. So that's just where the work is. Okay, man. I, you know, this makes me feel optimistic about next year then right. for a number of reasons. But 2021, I think, you know, could, could be, a, it will be a better year empirically for all of us. The thing but. is, if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that mm-hmm. anything can happen and we have the ability to navigate through it somehow. Yeah. Somehow. Some- You've already made it. You know, here, here's what I would say to you, Vicky, and to anyone listening. You've already made it through the hardest thing you've ever had to go through. You already made it through it. This is what I'm saying. This is exactly why this is called doing great. You're doing great. Look, look, stop what you're doing. Look at the fact that you have lived up until now. You've, you're still here. You did that much. Yeah. Give yourself some credit, damn it. Shit. Okay. How did you feel about these cards? Because I'm going to have you pull three for me in just a second. Oh, uh, I feel pretty good about them. I, I, I feel like I received them well. I feel like we had a good discussion about each of them. I feel like they were fruitful for me (laughs) and it changed my life. I'm not the same person I was when I started this podcast. Uh, See, I knew I liked you. You're doing great because. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That's not a perspective that many people can hold is the fact that like, I believe in every interaction and every encounter you're not the same person that the encounter. Hold on. How do I say this? You're not the same person as before the encounter. Like that's just not possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's true. So being conscious and aware of that, I think that's a big thing. I think that's no Isn't small feat. <laughs> no, no small feet. Okay. I'm like mine. It's no small feet. Mm-hmm. Do you have small feet? No, I'm like a size nine or ten. Okay, no, those those are good size feet. That's okay. <laughs> Check me out, kevintporter.com slash wikifeet or wikifeet.com slash kevintporter. I forgot that that was a thing. <laughs> okay, oh, look. it's quite a thing, apparently. <laughs> yes. 
Okay. So now you're just going to pick three cards for me. You can tell me to like go up a couple, go down a bunch, whatever it is, cut the deck, however you want. I'm going to pick three and it's going to be my past, present and future. Okay. So wait, what, what instruction am I giving you again? If you want to tell me to go like down six or split the deck in half and take the top card, like whatever it is, I'll do kind of do what you say. Okay, take, uh, why don't you take the bottom three cards? Oh. <laughs> I'm being very specific. Um, okay, well, you just decided to fuck my whole life up. Okay, great. So. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It's three jokers. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh I am gosh. just a clown. Okay, so. Hey, clown time. In the past, this is my past card. Mm-hmm. You actually chose the five of hearts. Which means Mm -hmm. the five, the word for five is disturbance. And the hearts is the emotional awareness, the emotional intelligence, relationships, all of it. I I can tell you that it has been shaken up (laughs) in my past. It would be hard. Yeah. It'd be hard for it not to have been. Yeah. Um, There's the other word that I I like to use for five is transformation. And I can tell you Mm -hmm. that. My heart space is not the same it was as the same as it was just I was even like yeah. a month ago. I believe you. It's not. I just it's not. I don't relate to it the same way, mm-hmm. which is wild. I feel like it has been disturbed in a way that's like shaking off all the leaves that are dead and then looking at what's there and then making that blossom. It's been. And yeah. What do you find in its place? Does it feel better? Yeah, sometimes you got to let go. And but letting go doesn't mean disregarding things. It just means I'm not holding on to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I I'm bad at letting go. I feel like an emotional hoarder of a lot of things. I don't <laughs> hoard anything physically, but I do so. feel like there's certain things, certain behaviors, certain memories even that I hoard and keep for myself that I I have a hard time letting go of. It sounds like you're in a better place of letting things be what they are and let the past be the past and get on with the living. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard for me because I am also an emotional hoarder. Like, I like to tell the story of how I got here. <laughs> yeah, of This course, is why I course. am the way I am when in reality. Yeah, everyone loves their own story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought my own bullshit and now it's time to go, you know what? What do I want though? Where do I want to go? What does future me want? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That said. Yeah, vital questions. My present card is the nine of hearts. So we're still talking oh, about. good or bad? I don't know. A, I, I think it's great because the nine is growth. The nine is expansion. The nine is progress. Okay. When it comes to the emotions, the relationships. I'm Listen, I think that's a beautiful ass card. To get for my presence. Do you feel, do you feel progress? Do you feel progress in relationships? Yes. And the, the most important one being with myself. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what we like to hear. Yes. See, I mean, it's, it's just wild because I feel like, I mean, we said it earlier that I, I miss the outward, the external validation. But the thing is, I forgot to tell myself that I loved me. I mean, I said it to mm-hmm. other people like, oh, I love myself. But I didn't say it to me. Like, I love you. I didn't tell myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, yeah, you were, op- you were operating out of lack. Oh, then, yes. Rather than excess. Because some people, it's, yeah, some people are overflowing with love and then they share with others. And some people are looking for it because they don't have it for themselves. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Got to be more careful. Okay. <laughs> Now, my future card, you picked the king of hearts. This okay. is, and it's upside down. So in the future, I will have the, oppor- this is fucking great. I will have the opportunity to use all of my emotional intelligence to actually put it into action, which is wisdom, mm-hmm. which is compassion and being patient and all of that. Because Lord knows I am not the most patient person. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know a lot of people who are patient by nature, so you're in good company. <laughs> oh, I did not learn patience growing up. I grew up in Jersey. We didn't. We were not patient. Mm-mm. No, 
Yeah, you had to get down the turnpike <laughs> to go to Tony Soprano's house. <laughs> yes. Or whatever. I'm sure that's offensive. I mean, it probably is. I don't give a damn, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for me. So this is a great... We, I feel like this conversation has left me feeling like I'm sitting above myself, like I'm buzzing right now. This I love that. I feel, I feel pretty enriched myself too. This was lovely. Right. Well, now's the time yeah. for you to tell those that have listened up until this point where they can find yeah. even more of you and connect with you. You can find me at Kevin T Porter on all social media and uh, you can listen to good Christian fun every week, wherever you find your podcasts yes. show about Christian pop culture. We're not, you know, we're not Christians trying to make you go to church. It's just about the pop culture and how weird it is. <laughs> it's all good. And we relive religious trauma with people who have also been through it. So hey. isn't that fun? Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. If you've listened to this up until now, Please go on to the iTunes little website and give us five stars for listening to this and leave us a comment because I will read it on the show. I like to engage with the people, you know, and if you didn't like us, go ahead and leave us five whole hate stars. But before we read on the hate stars, (laughs) I just (laughs) got sidetracked because Clementine came to say hello. Before we read the comment for today's show, I will say you can also find me at the Vicky Vox on all the social medias and PayPal and Cash App and Venmo. <laughs> so let's go ahead and read today's and comment. Bevmo. Bevmo. Oh, I, I haven't been drinking mm-hmm. in lockdown. I really probably should. Wow. I did have a drink about. for Clementine's birthday. I did have a, a little drink for Clementine's birthday. Yes, I did. Oh, very sweet. Okay. This, this is from Tots in Love. <laughs> Tots in love. Tots in love. Right. Five whole stars. This podcast is everything of the sort. Vicky is so much fun and has such a great rapport with her guests. I love hearing about all the different conspiracy theories, and she is so funny. <laughs> I do like a conspiracy theory, is the thing. Oh, who doesn't? And you can get your own private tarot card reading from Vicky. Yes, bitch, which I highly recommend as she is scary accurate with her readings and super genuine and cool. Thank you, Diva. Yes. Beautiful. Wow. Okay, before we say goodbye, real quick, do you have a conspiracy theory that you like ruminate on? Uh, yes, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a conspiracy theory. That, um, wait, what was my favorite? Oh, that Tom Hanks never had coronavirus. I think it's a great <laughs> Oh, I've gone theory. down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Where it because was. Because if you wanted people to take coronavirus seriously, you would give it to Tom Hanks and be like, wait, Tom Hanks got coronavirus? So if it was a misinformation campaign, good on them. I hope it worked somewhat. <laughs> Yes, I will say, please tread lightly down that rabbit hole because it gets kind of (laughs) wild. No, it gets awful and disgusting. It's literally ruined my family's life. Uh, But otherwise, yeah, have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would like to thank everybody for listening to this here show. Doing great with Vicky Vox. I am Vicky Vox, and this is Gavin T. Boy. Say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Bye, (laughs) y'all.